Kutasichis, Chelek Yudbeis, Vayikra Alf. In the beginning of this week's parasha, there are two Rashis. One on the words, Adam ki Yakriv Mikem. Rashi explains, Berkabonis Nedava Dibra we're talking about optional Karbonis. The second Rashi says, Adam, Lama Nemar. Why does it say the word Adam? To teach me that just like Adam did not bring Karbonis Min HaGezel from stolen goods, everything belonged to Adam, so to we are not allowed to bring Karbonis Min HaGezel. Now there's several questions on this Rashi, these Rashis, and we're going to answer them with the following explanation. The question that we have is since it says ki yakriv in an optional context, do we have to say that we're talking about optional karbonus? Or is it possible to say, which would be preferable, that we are talking about obligatory karbonus, which is the more important element of karbonus? We would start from the more necessary, which is karbonus chayva, mandatory karbonus, and then talk about obligatory karbonus. So, by looking at the words ki yakriv, together with the word adam, now, adam, according to Pshutish Shalmikra, could mean yidin or goyim. Even though it says atom kruyim adam, that's not Pshutish Shalmikra. According to Pshutish Shalmikra, adam could mean yidin or goyim. So when it says adam ki yakriv, I could have explained that we're talking about the carbonus of yidin and goyim. When it says kiyakriv, it really means karbonus chayva, obligatory karbonus. And the reason why it says kiyakriv in an optional context is because we're including goyim. And goyim can bring optional karbonus. However, when the Pasuk says mikem, from amongst you, meaning from the yidin, this excludes goyim. So now, how am I going to explain kiyakriv unless it means that the karbonus are optional? So we may want to try something else, another approach, that we're talk, uh, talking about Yidin. And the reason why it says Kiyakriv in an optional context is because it's talking about a specific case of a cotton Shehikdil, a minor who committed an offense, which would obligate him with the carbon, other than the fact that he's a minor, and a minor is not obligated to bring carbonus. And then when he becomes an adult, he wants to bring a carbon. So it's considered a carbon chayva because for this sin, uh, the, this carbon would be obligatory. But it's can also optional because of the fact that he did this sin when he was a cotton, when he was a minor. And that's why it says kiyakriv in an optional context, even though we're talking about karbonus chayva, obligatory karbonus, because it's possible that he would, that there's a case where this obligatory carbon would be optional if it was a cotton shehigdu. However, if we were talking about a cotton shehigdil, then it would have used the term ish. Ish applies to an adult man. So if we wanted to emphasize the fact that there's a change of age from minor to adult, it would have used the word ish. From the fact that it uses the word adam, this teaches us that we're not talking about a change of age. We're talking about anybody. And therefore, if it says mikem, which includes yidin and not goyim, and it says Adam, which includes uh, um, any case, not specifically a case of a change of age, then the only way to explain Kiyakriv in an optional context is that the Karbanis, Nedava, Dibra'inyim, we're talking about optional Karbanis. And this is why Rashi says, Adam, Kiyakriv, Mikem, that it's talking about optional Karbanis. However, 
This raises the question of why it has to say the word Adam. Since all we need is it for it to not say Ish, to exclude the case of Katan Shehigdo, and it says Mikem, so we already know that we're talking about Yidin. Why does it have to say Adam? Could have said nothing. And therefore Rashi in the next Rashi says Adam Laman Emer, and answers that it's talking about a Limud that I should not bring Min And the mocker of this Rashi is in Medrash Rabbah. Now there's a Medrash Rabbah, there's a Tanchuma. The Tanchuma says that Adam Rishon didn't steal because he was the only person in the world. The Medrash Rabbah, which is the origin of Rashi, the source of Rashi, says that he didn't steal because everything was his. Why does Rashi follow the Medrash Rabbah and not the Tanchuma? For a very simple reason. According to, to, to the Tanchuma, it might be possible that he believes that Adam actually brought a carbon. And he brought the carbon right away before anybody else was, was created. And therefore, when he brought the carbon, he was the only person in the world. But according to Rashi, there is no source to that in Suti Shalmikra. There's no uh, reason to say that Adam actually brought a carbon. Therefore, we're learning from the fact that if Adam would have brought a carbon, it would have been, it would have been from something that was his. Because everything was his. Now, most of Adam and Rishan's life, he was not the only person in the world. Chava was created, and then they had children on the very same day. Cain and Eva were born that same day, and then they had children. So to say, say he was Yechidi Ba'ilam, the only person in the world, would not be consistent with the truth for the, most of the duration of Adam and Rishan's life. Therefore, Rashi says, that everything was his, that when he was created, everything became his, and it remained his for the duration of his life. And, and since this is more consistent with Tzutish Mikra, this is the approach that Rashi takes. And even if you will ask that Adam Rishon had children, and children's children, so there were other people that also owned things at that time. So during his life, not everything was his. Says Rashi, says the Rebbe, that... First of all, these were his children, Cain and Hevel, which would go into the category halachically of smuchin al shulchan aviyem. They were dependent on their father's support, which even though they were they they owned things, but it still remained in their father's ownership as well because they were depending on him for support. And even if you're going to say that he gave them things b'matanagmura completely, um, still. It wouldn't have been Minagezel because it makes sense to say that since they were his children and his grandchildren, that he wouldn't steal from them to bring a carbon. So even if he had passed things on to other people, they were his children and grandchildren, and he wouldn't have stolen from them. And this is why Rashi says, because this is much more consistent with Tzutish Mikra, that Adam Rishon did not bring a carbon. Even if he did bring a carbon, it would have been after the Chetetz Adas, which by then, Chava was created, or maybe even Cain and Hevel were born, and he was not anymore the only person in the world. So the approach of the Madrash Rabbah is more consistent with Tzutish Mikra than the approach of the Tanchuma. The question that is that that is that that, it, that still needs to be answered is how did everything become other munitions? Allah, you have to have a kinyan, and we don't find anywhere, certainly not in traditional mikra, that other munitions made a kinyan and everything that existed in the world. Now, one might want to say that other munitions did not need to make a kinyan. Because the halacha would be that the only time you have to make a kinyan is if someone else could 
acquire this item, and since you want to acquire this item, you have to make a Kenyan. But if there's nobody else that could possibly acquire this item, then a Kenyan is not necessary. This would be similar to explaining the idea of Hefker, that the reason why something is Hefker, literally ownerless, is really that every single person owns it, everybody in the world owns it, and once one person makes a Kenyan in it, he then removes the ownership from everybody else. In that case, then if nobody else owns it, then there's no need for a Kenyan because there's no need to uproot the ownership of anybody else. And one might say that this is why Admonition did not need to make a Kenyan, because he was the only person in the world, and therefore there was no need to uproot the ownership of anybody else. But this is not a sufficient answer, number one. This is not necessarily final, according to Halacha. And number two, it's a big Chiddush. It's a big uh, novelty to say this, and therefore Rashi should have at least explained it. Since Rashi says nothing, it must be something that's much more basic and simple. And therefore, the explanation that we come to is to explain to compare Adam Arishain to a king. The Alter Rebbe says that a, in Shulchan Aruch, that a king that conquers a land, everything that's in, in that land belongs to the king. Everything belongs to him. And so too, one might say that Adam Arishain was in the same category, that when he was created, he became the ruler of the world. And by definition, as the ruler of the world, everything in the world automatically became under his ownership. And therefore, he did not, he did not need to make a kidney on this. And this is something that even a, a, a Ben Hamishmiker could understand, that a king owns everything and... Therefore, there was no need for Rashi to explain it. Adam Anishin owned everything because he was a king, and there he was like the king of the world. And therefore, if he brought a carbon, it was from his own Atman Gezel. And that's why it says Adam in our parsha to teach us that, like Adam Anishin, we too are not allowed to bring a carbon Mina Gezel from stolen goods.